what up what up what up you're now tuning into another episode of the intellectual property podcast i am your host dallas alexis and today we got a very very special episode for y'all this is a great way to kick off our summer sessions i got the uh uh incomparable talented iconic ouija theodore in the building Man, Ouija, what up, man? I'm chilling, man. I'm good, man. Thanks for having me here in the house. Yeah. Um, Ouija, man, you're like, there's so many different different ways we could go with this, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, you've done so much um, in the business, right? Like, you've done so much in the business, different facets of the business, different parts of the industry. Like, you flowed in and out of different parts of the industry, and, and you were very successful, right? Very... um very accomplished in a bunch of different things within the business. So so today, like, I, I kind of want to timeline some of the stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm and um, And we linked up uh, last week. It's crazy, right? right? It's just the universe and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and we had, like, this uh, v- very cool, very interesting, about two-and-a-half-hour conversation just from bumping into each other, right? R- literally bumping into each other. I had my head down on the phone. Answering emails and you turn the corner and bomb. Yo, weed, what up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm with it. Um, yes, sir. And then I felt like we needed to to kind of keep that keep that conversation and keep that energy mm-hmm. going, man. Because we were talking about a lot of a lot of cool stuff that's relevant, man. And um, but before we get uh, uh started, man, let's 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 talk about it, man. Like, mm-hmm. uh, who is Ouija Theodore, man? Oh man, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> Who is? Yeah, it, man? I mean, I'm 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 this ever, ever uh, expanding, flowing, you know, thinker, doer, and um, lover of all things related to people, you know, and everything that I've done in my life has been connected to people and groups of people mm-hmm. and bringing people together. So, I mean, that's 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 pretty much who I am, you know, gotcha. just a connector. A connector. You a conduit. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what's so funny, man? Like, I'm the North and the South conduit and shit. <laughs> Both, right? Um, Both. I don't know if you remember something. Like, we've known each other for, for, for about 20 years. Yes. Right? Um, and I don't know if you remember how, how we actually met. I don't. Like, how did we meet? I, we, was we, it through, through Chi or, or? Nah, or, man. Or, wow. I, nah, that's, oh, actually, I do. I think I do remember yeah. Union Street. I mean, it had Union. me some Union Street. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I realized that you later realized that you would connect. I mean, you knew Chi and the boys. And I was like, yeah. yo, I know you. You were from Eastern Parkway or something, and I was on Union. Something like that. I'm gonna take but it was from around the way. It was around with some kind of ice. We was kids. It was young. Sure. We, we were young. Um, Davidson. Wow. Davidson's your cousin? Davidson is, I mean, you know, living in the building, fan, family, fan. cousin type shit. <laughs> you know, Haitians are cousins. David, Davidson, yeah. Davidson introduced me to you. Wow. On some fashion stuff, right? There we go. Because at that time, like, low was big, right? Sure. When we were young. Sure. I want to say probably like maybe ninth, tenth grade, bro. Yeah, yeah. And Davis was like, yo, I got to introduce you to my cousin. Done. He got mad low. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, where am I like, with your cousin? He was like, my cousin Weezy. He lived right around. I'm like, like, where am I? Tell your cousin, you know. What up? Pull what up. up. Tell pull him, up. Pull up. Pull up. I got something. And then I think, like, like somewhere down the line, like mm-hmm. he pulled up mm-hmm. to my block with you. Mm-hmm. Where'd you live? You lived on Eastern Park. Eastern Park. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, right. So yeah. I was right. So I was right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I remember right visually. I'm like, I see you on yeah. Eastern Park. There we go. And then you pulled up. He's like, Yo, what up? Like, yo, my mm-hmm. cousin telling me like you. you and we started going, I was like, yeah, you know, what's good. <laughs> <laughs> and then we started kicking it. And then then from there, like, we would kind of like, like, I'd have stuff. And yeah, I'd yeah, bring yeah. it to Union. Like, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, stuff yeah. and bring it. Then we kind of just went back and forth. Yes, we get, like, And then, like, you put me on to this spot, bro, at uh, 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 BFO. Wow. I put that crazy. And, like, and, and like it was, like, in Westchester. Like, where? He's yeah, like, yo, yeah, yeah. yo, you want to know a spot, like, where you could really catch right? <laughs> You told me about that, but that's like an old school story. That's some old school. Um, yeah, wow. Yo, that's crazy. But I bring that up just to kind of go like, we kind of met on some on indirect. On yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, at the, at, the, at the heart of, you know, yeah. uh, any, and then, any youth growing up in New York City for the most part, yeah. growing up in Brooklyn and Queens, especially in Brooklyn. Yeah. You had to have come across, especially the neighborhoods we grew up, you know, we grew Absolutely. up in, you know, Crown Absolutely. Heights. Like, it was, it was reggae music, yeah. low hill figure. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you became kind of like a staple in fashion, kind of like later on. Let's um talk about your first 
your first endeavors into into like entertainment. Sure, 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 sure. Which sure. was more kind of like a, a, a nightlife. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. Being a nightlife influencer. Sure, sure. Let's sure. talk about that because that's kind of like where. You That's kinda, where we kind of we, we reconnected in the sense and overlapped because I realized yeah. that you know you knew Chi and you knew uh, yeah. Ness because Ness and I went to junior high school. Chi and I went to junior high school. One eighty nine yeah. by yeah. Lincoln Center. Um, yeah, I, I came out of college. I mean, in college, you know, Stony Brook. I went to LIU first and transferred to Stony Brook. Mm-hmm. And Stony Brook, in the year that I transferred, um, actually prior to that, these dudes were doing some big concerts, and I was like, what? They had Buju, Biggie, Spraga, a um, bunch of big artists on campus. And I was like, what? This is where I need to those. be. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah. And I was like, hey, this is where I need to be. I need to be one on campus because my yeah. sister had introduced me to Stony Brook. She was supposed to go to Stony Brook, my oldest sister. She ended up going to the military, joined the Navy. Um, but uh, I was like, yo, this is where I need to be. And so I decided to transfer to Stony Brook. And it was on from there, and from mm-hmm. there, you know, we created a crew of guys. I, everywhere I went, I sort of created this circle of people. You know, we had this little crew called the Transfer Crew, TFC. <laughs> we throw these sweet parties uh-huh. and all these illegal parties. But um, when I was ready to graduate, I had a composition notebook, mm-hmm. and I had everyone on campus that I knew um, that was relevant sign the composition notebook. Give me their first name, last name. Of course, name, last name. Uh, mailing address yeah. there were no emails at the time his mailing address and phone number yeah uh, i'd like to find that composition <laughs> <laughs> i'd be sending dudes sending stuff to dudes yeah. mom's cribs <laughs> like, that's crazy but yeah and that's how you know i saw i think i collected maybe 200 or 250 uh, uh names and addresses and addresses and that was the beginning of ramsey race and that was the mailing list that we used because on campus, we'd send out these mass blasts via phone. Yeah. But off campus, we had to, um, you know, send folks snail yeah. mail. And that's how we started the Ramsey Race and mailing list. That's crazy. And, and did our first party. So you were kind of like the innovator of the mailing list, right? <laughs> nah, nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> we probably innovated. Yeah. I mean, we probably kicked off constant contact and yeah. MailChimp and all that shit. But, um, but yeah, mailing list for sure. I mean, we knew it was data. I mean, mm-hmm. data, we knew that you know that was the bread and butter because i didn't yeah. want to leave campus and be completely out of touch with all the people that i built relationships with yeah and i was like all right now unless it is composition notebook yo, what up yo can you sign my yo just put your name i'm, I'm yeah. about to do these crazy parties off campus you know and i had done one off campus uh i think the year before we left and folks knew our parties were crazy so they were like yo yeah let me know <laughs> did you used to uh like rock with reef yeah, 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 yeah. So this, so, so even prior to, so, all right, so yeah, yeah, Sharif. Because I remember you used to have like the big ass speakers with the Ramsey oh, like, Racing nah, imprint. Now that, nah, that was King Ramsey. That was King so Ramsey. So Ramsey Racing is an evolution of King Ramsey. Ramsey, got you. So King Ramsey. So I was on campus. Um, so what we did is we invited the, the the. So I had a set. So you know, coming out of high school, yeah, I was like, yo, I'm done with the low. You know, everybody's wearing low. Shit kind of became some bum shit. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I'm going to be on my own shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, I'm on my own shit. Everybody know where you get shit from. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Century was blown up. BFO, Macy's, 34th yeah, yeah, Street. Yeah. Everybody knew where that. everything was. Remember that, yeah. You know? We'd travel a Nanuet just to get stuff. And I was like, yo, this... this so I was yeah, like, you I know what, I'm done with the low. Bees, man. Yeah. yeah, so I was done with the low. And I was like, I'm going to go into music. Yeah. And I started pursuing. I had a love for reggae music. So I started pursuing reggae. So I had a set called Red Linen. Mm-hmm. I was on my own. I was I was working. Uh, I was working at this nursing home during the summers, and saved a bunch of money. I was buying speakers and equipment. Mm-hmm. I ran into Sharif, Erin, and uh-huh. Reggie Lyon, Kareem. Yeah. yeah, and they had a set called King Ramsey. And they were like, "Yo, we're looking for a fourth person." I was like, "Well, they had just started." I was yeah. like, "Yo, I got a set too." Nah, I was like, yeah, I got a set. I was like, yo, it's just me. Yeah. They're like, word. So I told them the equipment I had. They were like, oh, you got professional you, shit. You got some joints. You got some Crown amps. I had QSC amps. We yeah. used to go down, uh, you know, Canal Hi-Fi and AST to buy real equipment shit. Mm-hmm. You know, did the research. And, um, yeah, and we linked up. I was like, yo, fuck it. I'm going to join you guys. So I joined King Ramsey early and on. And, and that's why I remember... You and like dibbling, dabbling into the, yeah, music, the music and the party nah, we stuff yeah, from yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We went hard on that. that. And then, so I was like, yo, listen, man, we need to throw our own party. Because we'd wait, we'd have to wait for folks to hire us. Yeah. I was like, yo, we need to throw our own party. 
I got a mailing list. I know folks. You know what I'm saying? Let's do our own party. Yeah. So Junior was like, yo, so what's up? Let's do your birthday party. I was like, done. So I literally <laughs> went around promoting my birthday party at the YWCA on 3rd Avenue in Atlantic. Wow. Yo, that spot is still there, too. 1995, That's bro. crazy. <laughs> I promoted my first joint there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that spot is still there. The store's around the corner from there. Still from there, there bro. And um, we went on and promoted the first party. King Ramsey, Ouija's birthday. Gosh, wow. Ouija and Poppy. Wow. That was a homie of mine. <laughs> now... Let's talk about the the um so transitioning from King King Ramsey mm-hmm, mm-hmm. into Ramsey Racing. Like how did you put um that that brand together mm-hmm. um and those partners? Because you had, you know, some partners um, Sure, sure. So let's talk about the uh yeah, transition and, and, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and like the evolution of King Ramsey and the Ramsey Racing. Right, right. Yeah. Because Rams Racing was kind of like multifaceted. And, yo, and I really like that brand, bro. Like, I kind of like what y'all did with that brand, like the yeah. branding of it, like yeah, the way it looked, yeah, yeah, like all your marketing, your promotional yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, your flyers were kind of like um, iconic. iconic. Iconic and very. Um, the I size think, was iconic. We designed a particular size, the three by eight. The glossy. A, yep, 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 yep. The UV coated. We yeah. Were, you know, we were definitely, I mean, at the time, dudes were printing. Because prior to that, we dudes would print at like cheap local printers. Mm-hmm. And I found this printer. I was like, yo, we want the flyer to feel, you know, elegant. And at the time, gloss was elegant. It was it all was. about the shine and the bling. Yeah. And also I wanted, because everybody printed a four by six flyer. And I was like, yo, we have to stand out. I wanted the flyer to stick out of people's hand. I wanted to be I wanted the flyer to be awkward for people to hold so that they would remember the flyer. Because if you hold, if you have four or five, four by six, five by seven flyers in your hand or a six by nine flyer, yeah, they all kind of feel the same. Yeah. But I wanted people to feel that, yo, they were holding something, you know, that was quite different. Now, so I, that's where we created the three by eight flyer. Yeah. That Those are dope, man. Yeah, that became synonymous to, you to know, yeah. to, 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 to Ramsey yeah. Racing events. Yeah, a lot of people copied it, but. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had dudes literally copy this. Uh, they literally photocopied our flyers and made their flyer to the point of where they left. You know, and I used to sign all the flyers because yeah. I, I had a design mm-hmm. um, company called F3 Design, Fashion Foot Forward. <laughs> and F3 Design, like yeah. dudes would copy the flyer and forget to take my signature off the flyer. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's brazen, too. That's real. That's real. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, so from King Ramsey, I evolved into Ramsey Racing. Yeah. Ramsey Racing was a way to promote king ramsey in a mm-hmm. sense where i you know i was a biker so motorcycles riding bikes and i, I there was this dude there was a dude on campus um he was in my i forgot what class he was man was a white dude on campus man super cool dude mm-hmm. and he was like yo he's an artist and i was like word i need you to design me a logo and dude designed a logo for me in corel draw like i mean that's just the most <laughs> antiquated yeah. software when you think about it yeah. now but dude designed a logo for Killed me. Killed it, man. Killed it. Killed it. Created the Ramsey <laughs> Racing logo, which I put on the bike. And when I was ready to launch the party side of things, you know, uh, so we had King Ramsey, and I was like, okay, Ramsey Racing is going to be something different from mm-hmm. King Ramsey. You know, and I brought I brought other partners on to the Ramsey Racing side because we already had King Ramsey. Yeah. And that's where, you know, Sean, Al, and all these dudes. Yeah. Sean and I went to college together. Mm-hmm. He was um, head of student activities board. He used to do. He he was the one that was you know uh, producing all the concerts on campus. Gotcha. He had a relationship yeah, with yeah. Bismarck. I was like, yo, this I need this dude on camp. Yeah, yeah. He had a little car. <laughs> he had a little. <laughs> he had a little whip on campus. Got to collab with him. I was like, I got to collab with this dude. He yeah. got the girls on him. <laughs> he was a football player. Yeah. I was like, yo, we we got we got a link. So I had my boy introduce me to Sean. Um, and, and, and we took it from there. When we graduated, when we all graduated, we all graduated around 98. We all um, went out and we were like, yo, listen, let's do this. And we turned the volume up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Al came on later. You remember Al? You of remember course. Al dancing out? Of course. Al came on later because Al was uh, doing this, Al was doing this event that was on fire. Mm-hmm. They were doing this event, um, him, Patty Laurent. Um, was it the Thursday night joints at the pier? Nah, oh, it was, it was, yeah, those, those was this lit, is crazy. Man. I used to be up in them joints. Y'all got some stories Yo, for you on Thursday nights. Crazy, right? Yeah. Nah, that was that was Black Diamonds though. Nah, that was Patty. Was it Patty? Patty was, it was Patty. Oh, Yo, those. Yeah. So I was rocking with Patty and them. Yeah. And they had a, so we booked we booked Nicks 
for an event called the making of a fashion model. I remember Nick. Remember, remember Nick? That. <laughs> remember that. I had Slick Rick one time in there, right? Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I, I had. I, I, maybe he was there chilling, chilling or he performed chilling, chilling. it. But now I remember one time, I think had something at Nick's and, and Slick Rick was in the building. So we, so we booked the spot on a Friday for a special event. They had this event every Friday. And so they had to pause their event in order for us to do our event that Friday. And the owner was like, oh, I'll put you in touch with them. And it was um, my dude, oh, man, Charlton. Charlton and his brother used to model for Tommy Hilfiger okay. at the time. So I knew them through this other girl. Charlton was like, yo, man, that's my man. Yo, I know him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all get him to collab with us and shit. So I was like, all right. So we sat down. I was like, yo, what up? Patty was like, yo, we doing our event. We'll give you a percentage. I was like, what? I said, I'm about to get 100% of our own situation. You want us to collab? And I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. She was like, yo, let's do some." But then I realized in that conversation and just dealing with them back and forth, they were like, yeah, he's going to do it. He'll do it. He'll fuck with us. And I was like, nah, we, we on some advanced ticket shit. We, 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 we sent the, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I realized it was the strength. They sent Al to check our parties out. So Al came through, and I looked at Al, and I was like, oh, shit, all right. This dude, he's the one that's on the street because I was on the street heavy. Patty was on some industry shit. Yeah. Charlton was on some, you know, fashion industry, bringing those kinds of folks. But I was like, yeah. Al has the people. Yeah. I was on the streets with the people. Yeah. And I was like, yo, we need Al on the team. Al shaking hands and kissing yeah, babies. Yeah, kiss, he kissing babies yeah, and shit. Yeah, 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 he kissing yeah. baby he mamas. He plug. <laughs> Al is the plug. <laughs> and I was like, yo, we need that dude on the team. And so we strategized. Yeah. Al is still Al. active. He's still around. Yeah. He's very active. Very so we strategized to get Al and his girl Audra on board, mm -hmm. and that's how we took Al from the team. From wow, <laughs> wow! You know what's so interesting about that? We, like that era, man. Um, and this could be a whole other like conversation. Um, like that era, man. Like like the nightlife mm -hmm. between maybe late '90s to like I want to say maybe '05. Mm -hmm. Like that was probably like the golden era of nightlife in New York. I mean that that was for us. I mean, you know, for yeah. us, for, for for our generation, for sure, yeah. it was the best of what we had to offer. I mean, because of course, when you think about nightlife in New York, you've got a ton of other shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, this is why I say that though. Like, you had Ramsey racing. Mm -hmm. You had uh, uh, Lenny the Barber, Patty, Black uh, Diamonds, Joe Jackson, Stacey. Black Diamonds, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Gators. Gators, yeah, yeah, Stacy, Stacy, Big Stacy, big, big, big Stacy. <laughs> uh, I'm a Big Stacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like. And I'm probably forgetting uh, a yeah, Final Four. Sure. All that, all that, all that, all that, like, all that. Oh, y'all was kind of moving and Then later on, Showcase. You showcase, know, shout out to the dudes that came on. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. But that's after y'all done after, laid yeah, the game out, showed laid, them the yeah, game. We laid, we laid it out. Yeah, we laid um, it out. But like it's, it's kind of like that vibe and that energy is not is not around anymore. I mean, you know, we're not we're not in the scene now. I don't know. I mean, yeah. uh, shout out to the dudes that do. Uh, you know, um, um, what is that called again? Do say Palooza. Of course. I mean, that's a, that's for, for 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 youths. That's a moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I look at some of that shit and I'm like, holy yeah. shit, that looks like a Ramsey racing party. Yeah. That looks like some shit yeah. where you know yeah. we were there, beautiful women. Everyone, for Great the most time, part, were yeah. you know college educated. It was you know, and that's and that's sort of how we promoted the events. We made it a point. To go and, and and target you know college graduate women you know yeah, what I mean yeah, you know because 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 we knew that that would bring a certain energy to the room and when the fellas came the fellas had to come you know on their A game yeah you absolutely. know yeah yeah you had to come on your A game you're not gonna yeah, you know you're not yeah. gonna walk into a Ramsey racing party like yo mom saying all that word <laughs> and I'm like get the fuck out of here dude like yeah, what are you yeah. up to you're not up to yeah. anything y'all did I remember y'all did a party at um was it Demoraris yeah. Yeah. The spot next to the shadow, right? Uh, uh, uh. And I remember, um, like we pulled up, like I mean, you know, shout to Haciano, yeah, we Haciano. linked up with, you know what I'm saying? That the, you know, early on, early collaborator, and yeah. we kept collaborating yeah. with. Shout know. out to them, man. You yeah, know, definitely got a politic with Lido. Yeah, and yeah Carlito. But um, mm -hmm. funny shit. It's it's funny that you said what you just said, right? I remember we pulled up and you were outside. Yeah. Um, he's like me and that's you know everybody you know we put that <laughs> outside like you know outside whatever he kind of greeted us outside and I was like yo this shit look crazy I was like yo we just said this pop look crazy he's like of course it is like this shit ain't that bullshit <laughs> I said the same that <laughs> he's like this some other shit right here. I was like I was like yo this, this shit is fly right here right? I gave you props yeah. he's like yo this ain't that bullshit son it's that official you nah know, I was always was official. I, mean, yeah, I was raised in certain ways so anything yeah, that yeah, I yeah. did. You know, ultimately, I'm gonna do my best at you yeah. know, and, and 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 make sure that it's branded, and make sure that there's a signature, yeah. and it's a moment because we have. I, I live in a moment, 
Absolutely. I'm a long-term, I'm a long-term kind of guy. I'm a hundred-year plan kind of guy. But yeah. I do live in a moment and think about like, hey, how do I give my best? Yeah. And we gave our best to Ramsey Racing, you know. And I looked at what Black Diamonds is doing, Derek Corley, and those guys, mm-hmm. and. They had a beautiful crowd. Legends they had beautiful the people. Well. You know, yeah, yeah, legendary. I mean, you know, you think about that. You think about that. Um, yeah, they were doing some beautiful shit. Different Great venues. Stuff. Innovative stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ski trips. And we were like, I was like, yo, hold on, man. I need to do, you know, to get on that, that kind of shit. You know, I mean, yeah. they had black folks looking real good. Real good. And and so, yeah, that was yeah. that was that was for sure they were in, in, in inspirational to what we did. Yeah. You know, yeah. how could we come in the game and contribute? And, and and they recognized it because they were yeah. like, oh shit, yo! And, and I used to always tell the guys, and even in how we rolled into a club where we went to promote and how we mm-hmm. showed up, mm-hmm. I always told the guys, it's like, listen, we're gonna all meet at one place mm-hmm. and enter the club together. Yeah. At the same time, you know, carry ourselves a certain way, and you know what I mean. Not, mm-hmm. you know, our goal wasn't to go into the club to drink and get fucked up and pick up women. It was to, you know, court the women to come to the events. Yeah. Like when they're at your event, you know. It'll well, naturally after, happen. Yeah. yeah, it'll naturally happen. Exactly. Versus, you know, yo, we out here. Yo, what up? <laughs> you want to stand on tables and uh, show off man. like, yo, Ramsey Racing, dude, shut up, Ramsey Racing in the yeah, house. Yeah, what yeah, up, yeah. Weege? And yeah, you're yeah. feeling yourself. You're like, dude, I got 10 clubs to go to tonight, yeah, tonight and go yeah, promote. Yeah. You know? It was business, man. It's all business. Yeah. All business. In the fun of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we going to be honest with you, man. Like, um, and I got to give you props for this. And I kind of... Um, Look at where we are now, and I look mm-hmm. at stuff that you guys were doing 10, 15, even sometime maybe 20 that's, years yeah, ago, that's right? About, yeah, because I've been in retail 16 years. 16, so yeah, I left so Nightlife in two, 2003. Yeah, so probably like <laughs> 16 years, 17 years ago. Close to 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. 20 years ago. Damn. Um, like with the before social media, I think maybe MySpace maybe, maybe would have been around. Black Planet. Black, Black Planet, Planet, right? MySpace. Uh-huh. Um, but like when you want to talk about branding, mm-hmm. um, being integrating, Brands are mm-hmm. kind of like stuff that we see now that are kind of like solid business models, mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. that corporate use. Like you guys are kind of like using these things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and these models. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Twenty oh, years yeah. ago, like oh, yeah. like y'all f- for me, like influencers, influencers. ambassadors. They were sub promoters. They were the ticket vendors. But I got one for you. He's like, yeah, I were the first ones that I can remember that were doing themed parties. Right, right. Like for the, sure. Uh, 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 white um, shirt, blue jeans. White shirt, blue jeans. Uh, <laughs> fur and leather. leather. <laughs> and then you I love saw New York. the yeah, I love yeah, New York, yeah, yeah, American Park, like. Park. Oh, yeah. so, and that's where dudes heavily started copying the stuff, and they were copying. I mean, we saw all types of versions of the events that we did. But y'all were first. We definitely were. And then we definitely were in that right? space. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because guys would have these beautiful events, and I was like, listen, the key is to, you know, we want people to feel like they're going to an event. Yeah not just a party. And we yeah. want people to feel a certain way because when people come into a space dressed a certain way and there's yeah. a connection through clothing, yeah. you know, there's a certain level of respect which minimizes the potential of, you know what I mean? Okay. You feel like you're part of a tribe. Okay. And that was the leather and fur. You show up with your leather, you show up with your fur, you're like, oh, this person, we are part yeah. of this tribe. And when yeah. we had these parties, we wanted it to feel like this big community. And we're talking about, you know, Anywhere from you know low end at five hundred people to three four thousand people yeah. at Hammerstein Ballroom, Hammerstein Ballroom yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I and so and when folks are rolling up in all white shirt, blue jeans, cops yeah. is like, "What is this? Some sort of a gang?" Yeah. Uh, right? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Yo, I'll yeah. be honest with you, man. Like, y'all created um, some amazing mm-hmm. moments in time mm-hmm. that um, that people still talk about to this day, believe it or not. Um, and like one thing for me that what your uh, events did, they were they were kind of like meeting and networking mm. places mm-hmm. like where you met a lot of people there. Oh, it's all, all everybody was on some you know forward momentum. Yeah, it's all by design. Yeah, absolutely yeah. by design. There are certain events that we didn't go to to promote to. Yeah, because it was like nah, yo, there's mad people at this party, yo, man. I'm like yo, these dudes. First of all, you know. They weren't in our, you know, bracket. Yeah. It was just we were specific, specific and strategic in where we went to promote. Yeah. And we promoted ninety five percent of the people that we promoted to were women. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because we knew that the women would attract the men. Absolutely. And women, I mean, all of that. So it was all strategy. Yeah. Genius, man. You had your time <laughs> with that stuff, man. Genius, genius. All strategy. We'd have meetings every, you know, every couple of weeks. Yeah. Either at my crib in Bed-Stuy or at the crib in Queens. You know, yeah. I'm like, and we were strategic. I was like, yo, this is the course, and this is how we should carry ourselves. Yeah. Outside of our own events, going out to promote in our own events, and so on and so forth. You know, yeah. drinking was prohibited. Staff drinking was prohibited. It was, I mean, I knew that we had to run a tight ship and yeah. we had to create, you know, an environment to ultimately service yeah. the clients. Yeah, I did, man. What, um, what was the um, inspiration for the, for the clothing? You know, like coming, coming from promoting and then going into well, Ramsey Racing, <clears throat> the clothing. What was the inspiration behind Well, that? you know, Ramsey Racing clothing sort of came before the promoting because okay. we launched – uh, Ramsey Racing and the first event I mean after you know of course the birthday party and all that mm -hmm. the first event we threw in the city was we threw a fashion show for Ramsey Racing mm. so it was a fashion wow, show okay. for the motorcycle apparel line Wow! and it was just so beautiful models and folks we worked with a casting agent we worked with a model agency okay. shout out to Phil Phil and I just did an event together so crazy Lauren Hill's son was in the at, at he was he was in the show. Lauren showed up to the show at yeah. the Brooklyn Circus. So Phil, yeah, Zion, huh? Zion. Um, actually, um, was it John? I want to say John. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, not Zion, not Zion. Yeah, yeah, John. <laughs> he's younger. <clears throat> and yeah, he was in the show. And okay. so, uh, Phil, um, again, Phil had this model agency back in the day, and I linked up with him through something. And we ended up doing some dope-ass events, model events. So the models were official. We, we mm -hmm. did it officially. But people came and they were like, yo, this is a beautiful Fly, event. Yeah. And they were like, yo, when's the next event? We're like, okay. So we did another fashion show. And the fashion shows ultimately became Ramsey Racing events. And so at the heart of it, there was clothing. Genius. At the heart of it. And that's why we were like, oh, people came dressed a certain way to fashion shows. Yeah. Let's create these dress themes so it's always some sort of a fashion show vibe. Yeah. No, no runway show. But, uh, yeah, and this was around when Ralph McDaniels was doing fat fashions. He was doing, um, you know, these fashion shows. Yeah. And we were like, yo, they were, they were, they were, they were far and few. And we were like, yo, we got to create right. more shit like I'm that. I'm thinking about it now, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, as far as, like... Because like, we were like the young millennials before the young right, millennials. Right, so, right. Like, so when April so and them were doing us. fat fashions and, you know what I'm saying, Russell was doing um, things, we were the youths. They were older than us. Yeah, we were youths. And I wasn't, you know what I mean, seasoned or old enough to be in yeah. their shows. Yeah. So we did our own shows. Is it safe to say, like when we were, were like in our late teens, early mm -hmm. 20s, that was kind of like the... Uh, Sean John, yeah, Nietzsche, Academics absolutely. Run. It was like absolutely. that run, right? Rock absolutely. Aware. Absolutely. It was that run, right? Fat Farm, all of that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right, absolutely. Cool, cool. April yeah, you're Walker right. and, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Woo Wear, all that. Absolutely. It was around that time, right? Absolutely. But, like, <laughs> I want to say, like, Woo, like, April was, like, she, she was out well, of here. Like, her, Carl Kanai, Cross Colors. They were they was out of here. Maurice Malone. Maurice Malone, yeah. These are all people that I know now. Food, like, they was big. Gone. They were big, yeah. Gone. Zero five jerseys running the streets. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were gone, and we were just, you know, we were like, okay, we figure this Ramsey racing thing out. I had this African brother yeah. who's cutting and sewing some stuff for me, and then I found this dude that, you know, was really nice with the leathers. He was making yeah. outerwear and leather. And I was like, that's the guy. I maybe saw, I might have saw like maybe one or two leathers, bro. Like those things was exclusive. Like I only saw like maybe one or two Ramsey oh, racing we, leathers. We did some stuff. I still have some in the archive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got to bust one of those out, I had man. A That's bust a piece. One, you know, you know somebody I mean? pulled it for a shoot recently. Um, yeah, yeah. I pulled. I showed and I was like, yo, this is the first jacket. You know, one of the I first jackets that. I produced over twenty something years ago. She's like, yo, it should still look good. Yeah. Yeah, remember the black yeah. and red joint? <laughs> yeah, I still got some um, Ramsey racing uh, tees. Uh, uh, tees in those the crib. Long sleeve, got a couple of short sleeves. sleeves. Man, those yeah, are classic. Man. I mean, I remember just yeah, you know having these. I mean, getting the jerseys. I mean, the shirts off the press. Yeah, and and and, and getting ready for Greek Fest oh, on man. a motorcycle, wearing those shirts. Oh, crazy man! That was a moment, man. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> you printed your own shirts. I was twenty two. Yeah. You know? Wow. You ahead of your time, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I mean, like, you may not know. I mean, because, like, you're, f like you're, you're fully in it. Right, right, But, like, right. if you were to, like, really sit down and, like, just think of, uh, like, the way things are now. Sure, sure, sure. And you think about the things that you did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You'd be like, yo, I, 
was doing this shit like the, the gift and the curse years ago. Of being, the gift and the curse of being ahead you know when you're too far ahead is the fact that you don't really you look crazy it. you look crazy <laughs> 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 and by the time this shit, and, and you know and, and as, a, as, a, as an artist i get bored with certain things and i'm like ah, i'm out of this yeah and boom the shit explodes yeah. you know like fuck yeah, I should have. Dude, I started this shit. Like, stayed I, the course. Yeah, I should have stayed the course. So now that's why I created the 100-year plan. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going anywhere until this shit. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to see this thing out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it through. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, we were we were doing things, you know, that yeah, it was just, again, but I grew up that way. I grew up seeing my mom travel the world and yeah. buying and selling and trading from Haiti. And then I lost her at the age of 15. Wow. Weeks before I was 16. And my grandmother turns to me and she's like, you and I, you know, oh, yeah, with yeah, two yeah. younger sisters. Yeah. You know, and I, I remember even before that, because a buddy of mine reminded me of this, Nils. Nils reminded me. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, dude, you were in the seventh grade rallying up folks to go downtown Brooklyn with you to pay the Con Edison bill. <laughs> and you had a hundred and something dollars in your socks. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. So mom would hand me the money, send me downtown to pay the phone bill and the Con Ed bill. Mm-hmm. So I had over 200 bucks on me yeah. as a seventh grader. You know, my job was to go and, you know, and I remember I realized, you know, how responsible I was Mm because I had another kid who was in my, I think he was in my seventh or eighth grade class. um, And his mom gave him money and he spent the money on sour power and and (laughs) shit. Sour powers were good. Like sour powers is shit. But this dude spent the money that his mom gave him to do something. Yeah. And he bought all of us snacks and all types. He was the man for the day, but then for some reason it was in the back of my head, like, yo, this dude is super irresponsible. Yeah. Like, he stole from his mom. Yeah. You know, and that stuck with me, but but for sure. But, I mean, at an early age, yeah. mom was giving me certain amounts of money, you know, to go do things, and I would rally a crew of guys because downtown oh, was hot. Yeah. You know, you're not rolling downtown with $200 on you and think you're not going to get robbed. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. Downtown Brooklyn, you're mad. Yeah. Albee Square Mall. Dr. J. Dr. J. And so James. that was my, you know, introduction or my training in how to handle money, how to gather people, how yeah. to create, you know, an entourage, how to, you know, be responsible. Mm-hmm. And when my mom passed away. My grandmother looked at me. She was like, yo, it's me and you. And I'm like, oh, cool. And yeah. at the time, I didn't realize that I was 16. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. my grandmother was 75. And she was like, yo. What you were ready we, for it, though. What are we going to do? And I was, apparently yeah. I was. Yeah. And two years later, I had to make the decision to go and live on campus mm-hmm. versus stay at home to and go to York. Grandma, yeah. And grandma was like, yo. Why don't you go to school up the block on Jamaica Avenue? Yeah. York College. I was like, nah, <laughs> I'm going to, I want to go, I want to yeah. be on campus. So I want to, yeah. you know, I wanted to pursue television. Yeah. You know, and so, uh, but LIU first. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I made the decision at 18, like vividly remember, like, nah. You know what up. that was, though? Like, that decision was uh, a life, a life altering and a life changing. What? Because Absolutely. All the people that you met in Stony, Stony Brook, Brook like and people the, that oh, absolutely interval discipline, yeah. knowing how to you know continue to manage and yeah. Um, but everyone at Stony Brook that you met there mm-hmm. were interval parts. Oh, sure. In making who you are today, absolutely. You know, so that was crazy. How it's so crazy. Work, it's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Stony Brook itself, living on campus and understanding, yeah. and Stony Brook's a big school, yeah, very Brook diverse school. Was the huh. shit, man. Yeah, that was Public that was. School. Remember that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, we that had some fly. good times, man. Yeah. <laughs> so we, so you'd say the uh, the fashion influenced your your journey into nightlife? Not, yeah, absolutely. Not the reverse. Not the reverse. Not the reverse. Yeah, fashion, I always absolutely. thought it was the reverse. Nightlife mm. came. See, I always knew you as a very fashionable right, right, right. dude when we were right. young kids. Right, you right. know, like you know, going back and forth with the law and stuff like that, but. As we got older, um, when I saw you, like the transition looked like it went nightlife, clothing. Right, right. Yeah. No, it was clothing into yeah. nightlife, back to clothing. Back to clothing. That was the decision. The active decision in 20, 2003 was I'm going back to my first love. Gotcha. Which is apparel. Yeah. Clothing. Do you ever miss um, the nightlife as far as uh, promoting? Not on that level. Not on that level. Not on that level. Because, you know, for me, it was really about, you know, it was the business of the nightlife. It was mm-hmm. entertaining. It was entertainment. It was, um, you know, again, built yeah. building this community. I built the community way bigger than the community that I built, you yeah. know, in the nightlife. And I yeah. and I got to a point in the nightlife where I told the guys, I was like, listen, white shirt, blue jeans is our ticket 
out of the local events. Yeah. You know, our goal was to, and, and my vision was to license it, um, take it national, and then take it international. So this was before all of these events that you see that are going national. Copycat events. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that being said, I was like, um, that that was the mission. But, you know, the guys were so focused on the girls. They were focused on, you know, like, yo, it's just popping. Yeah. And, you know, looking yeah. big locally. And I was like, dude, we can take. And I wanted to, you know, ultimately move into the concert space. That's and where I remember, it's at. Yeah. That's and I remember somebody told me, some dude was like, yo, there are no black concert promoters. You know, like, yo, it's going to be real hard for you to get in that space. And I was like, word? Okay, well, I'm going to prove you wrong. But ultimately, my team, the team wasn't, you know, prepared to take that shit on the road. The and that's one. really where, you know, yeah. they kept doing things afterwards. Loved them for that. But I was like, you know what? If we can't, I needed to be somewhere. I, w gotcha. I went back into clothing. I needed to be into something that would take me across the world. Gotcha. And clothing and fashion took me across the globe. And that's when the transition came as well. That's when I said, you know what? Um, I said, if... 2003, we threw a lot. I threw my last party, and I was like, if anybody can do an event more infectious than white shirt, blue jeans, mm -hmm. it was at Capital, room full of motherfuckers. Yeah, and I was like, yo, if anybody can do an event, you know, as infectious yeah. and as popular as white shirt, blue jeans, I'll come out of retirement. It never happened. It didn't happen. But yeah. the boys are doing. I mean, I I think that you know, I mean, I, I was talking to my generation. Gotcha. But later on, I mean, brunch bounds. You know, yeah. uh, 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 what's that called again? I'm, Duce Palooza. Duce Palooza's probably, yeah. All that, yeah, dudes are doing shit that are definitely yeah. bigger we're than... Like, we're like Grits and Biscuits. Grits and Biscuits, like, exactly. Uh, Saturday yeah. morning cartoons, all Freedom Party, like those guys. All that shit. It's special. And I did, not very, very, very special. I, you yeah. know, I've gone to a few of them, uh, quite yeah. a few of them. And Absolutely. I, and, and, and I was planning to kind of produce something like that. I was like, dude, we need to get back on it. That's the only thing that I would absolutely yeah. get back into the nightlife to do, yeah. is to create an event, you know, like that. But it would yeah. be, you know, yeah. the white shirt. Yeah. Situation, you know what it is too, man. Like when you do something, um, or like when you get involved in a project, or like you create something, there is um. I sometimes think there's a point where you get to like to that thing, and like there's no more you could do. Like you've done it. Like oh you've yeah, kinda, felt, oh, oh for sure. I reached it. I definitely reached the ceiling. I was yeah, like, dude, what ceiling, else yeah. could we do? We we're we're at Hammerstein Ballroom. We're at Capital. Like Roxy. you know what I'm saying? Like yo. Yeah. Rocks. I mean, we were we were doing some major venues, yeah. and I was like, "What else could we do?" You know, at the yeah. time. And again, yeah. unless we took it on the road, we went on and did you know the first Fridays and that kind of shit kind that of was happening. Friday. We you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, if we yeah. could have done that, I would have absolutely been you know with that, and then I would have looped in the the the, the, the apparel as yeah. merch because I thought about that too. I was like, "Dude, we need to create Ramsey Racing product so that when the people are leaving." You know, yeah. they can they can take some stuff. They with can them. buy product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's ultimately how I went into you know clothing. I was like, okay, ideally, because people would buy certain things. I was like, okay, when I launch the store, yeah. every time if we do an event, if I do an event, I still continue to do events. When we do an event, we would stock the store according to the theme of the event, yeah. so that you can come and shop with us. Gotcha. Exclusive product, white shirt, blue jeans. The whole store would be that. Genius, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Genius, man. Um. <laughs> You did it, man. Yeah. And you left your mark. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And then, yes. and, and then you have to um, keep it moving, man. Yeah. Create something else. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know now I mean? We're, we're we're absolutely into, I'm, I'm into the, you know, possibly third phase of yeah. my professional yeah. career, you know, from nightlife to fashion, um, to, to the clothing industry, and then evolved from that, trade show, now, right? consulting, and then now I'm going into the digital space. We're gotcha. working, you know, we built a platform yeah. that we're going to launch very soon, you know, um, okay. to address the needs of, you know, the community that we uh, supplied and, and, gotcha. and catered to. But Brooklyn Circus, man. Mm -hmm. How did that start, Brooklyn Circus? Brooklyn Circus, um, prior to that, I had a store. When I left the nightlife, I had a store called One Race. Okay. You know, I was on some One Race shit. Now, Ramsey Racing theme. Right. The racing one theme. Race. It was racing. It was a racing theme, and it was also yeah. a social, you know what I mean? One Race kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, so, launched that. Um, I linked up with uh, a college buddy of mine as well. I was at his barbecue, and he was like, yo, Eej, what up, man? I know you're always up to something, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard you leaving the nightlight. What are you up to? <laughs> Shit, yeah. 
And um, but he was he was actually he was promoting with us at the, at the you know as well. But he's like, yo, what up, man? What are you up to, Weej? I was like, yo, I'm about to open up a store, a clothing store. He's like, oh shit, I always wanted to do that. Yeah. What up? Put me on. Yeah. Then he turns around. He's like, yo, my other buddy might be down to do that too. He has money. And I was like, oh boy. So I ended up with two partners. I started with one. I yeah. mean, with zero partners. <laughs> Ended up with two partners, but yeah. it was a good, it was a, it was a cool, cool decision because right. um, we didn't last. I mean, we 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 rocked for three years. Um, <clears throat> Mikey was um, he was in in, in in the business of selling software. He's working for Avaya, okay. and Kari was in law school at the time. Okay, yeah, they're both still in the same field. I Kari was practicing. Mike. Yeah, Mike Gittins. Yeah. So um, and Kari was um, so I knew Kari from Nightlife. Not nightlife, I'm bugging out. Night school. Mm. I went to night school at Washington Irving for a semester oh, in high school, and he was a low cat. And Kari okay. was a low dude, and we, you know, I, I used to run with these other dudes. He was like, yo, man, your other homies ain't got shit, but you got a lot of shit. Funny <laughs> <laughs> dude, man. We used to talk. But um, yeah, him and I, we trade and do certain deals or whatever yeah. the case is. But yeah, I remember him from that. Sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew him from that. So we went into the clothing business together. Yeah. And that's where we uh we started. We were selling Evisu, Seven Jeans, Chip and Pepper. Was it always Brooklyn Circus when you first started? Nah, it was one race. One race, right? One race. One race for three years. Because I remember like when you first started, I, I was going there, mm -hmm. and then you have the Evisu, and he was like, man, I got to stop selling us Evisu, because all these little young dudes, dudes yeah. and they'd be, okay. be wild. That's, that's it. It was one race. One race. At that time, okay. It was one race was, from yeah. 2003 to uh, beginning of 2006. Okay. So we went back and forth. I mean, we had we had that business, um, and in the process, I learned you know, the, the, the clothing business, because I was always, I was at the store for the most part. The fellas had full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. They'd come on a weekend. And um, so, yeah, we decided to go out separate ways, man. You know what I mean? We couldn't really see eye to eye on certain things, you know. But, but you kept um, going. Yeah. So I was, but, but in that process, I mean, I had a period of about two weeks to decide, like, if I'm going to stay in the clothing business or because when I left the nightlife, I wanted to launch and I launched a graphic design business. Okay. And I was designing for a lot of the cats in the nightlife. So dude's like, yo, Weege has the formula. <laughs> you of know course. what I'm saying? We need Weege's <laughs> hands on the flyers. So I was like, all right. Yeah. So I designed for those guys. was designing for restaurants, you know, yeah. all types of menus and shit, special yeah, yeah, posters. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So ultimately, you know, um, we decided to close one race. And I had a period to decide if I wanted to, you know, build a design agency. You know what I mean? Or... Um, go back into the clothing business. Then rebrand it into something different. Into something different. Gotcha. And I made the decision. I was sitting at a table with Webb. At the time, we had already launched, because we launched Rich Young as well. I remember Rich Young. We had launched Rich Young at one race, and that was one of our top-selling items. I mean, top-selling, you know, brands. So we launched Rich Young, and I was sitting at the table, and Webb was like, Webb, who used to manage Fab. I remember. And J.O. Webb was I like... I came into the store a couple of times in the back, you on a computer and like Webb was kind of like over your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, like, we designed a Rich Young. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember. So we yeah. were out there slinging Rich Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Selling this, you know, selling other product at the store as well. Yeah. Um, and so I was designing. I was like, you know what? I'm going to launch a new store. Okay, I'm focused. I'm going to launch this new store called Bergen and Evans. Mm. I was going to call the store <laughs> <In> Bergen. Intersection. <laughs> 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 Some Dwayne Reed shit. <laughs> That's like the most, the most generic and random. Oh, Bergen and Nevis. Bergen yeah, we're going to run with that. With that. You know, because <laughs> my thing was, you know, the store was remote. You know, this was before the boutique boom. Yeah. You know, and I- Before I was, gentrification, too. Yeah, bro. before, I mean, you know, the, 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 the active signs of gentrification. But, yeah. you know, I was like, listen, if I could make American Park Cafe work, you know what I'm saying? I could make this, yeah. this situation work. At least we know the streets. And I was like, so I'm going to call the brand Bergen and Nevins. You know, got a catch to it though. Yeah, dude, I, I have we have T-shirts that we designed called Ber with Bergen and Evans, straight up. And so I was like, all right, Bergen and Evans, but the store Bergen and Evans, because I'm like, people are gonna know where we're at because it's Bergen. Like, Yo, Bergen where's and Bergen? Evans. Yo, you heard about the store called Bergen and Evans? Where is it? Bergen and Evans, dude. <laughs> you still got that trademarked? Nah, I don't. No, no, we actually never did trademark Bergen and Evans. Yo, bro. Right, right. We had that. That <laughs> might be like a little special. I have to edit Brooklyn that out circus. the bucket. Yeah, well, that's exactly what it was. Uh, so we do have um, we, line. We, that yeah, you line. Yeah. You know, um, that way that might be the year to do that, man. Dallas, what up? <laughs> so, um, so we did that, 
Um, so I was sitting at the table and I was designing a collection. So I, I wanted to design these collections for the store. Yeah. And I was designing this collection based on my experience in Brooklyn and Brooklyn as a circus. So uh, Webb was looking at this. Stuff. He's like, yo, what is that? I was like, yo, I'm designing the first collection for the store that I'm going to drop at the opening um, called, this collection is called the Brooklyn Circus. And mm. it's based on my love of Coney Island and Brooklyn as a circus. He's like, oh, word, that should sound dope, man. What's the name of the store? I was like, Bergen and Nevins. And he's like, uh, I don't know about that, yo. He's like, I like Brooklyn Circus. And I'm like, word? He, he said, yeah, that Brooklyn Circus shit rings, man. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know, man. He's like, yo. So I, we had another little homie there, L.O. Uh -huh. And L.O. was there. He's like, yo, L.O. L.O. was like 18 at the time, you know? And um, like, yo, L.O., what do you think, man? Bergen and Nevins or Brooklyn Circus? L.O. was like, Brooklyn Circus, man. I was like, oh, shit. All right, cool. wrong with it. And right there on the spot. I looked up the trademark, and the shit was available, and I applied for the shit. Wow. And there goes the Brooklyn Circus. That's dope. Right on the spot. Literally at the table. Yeah. At the dinner table. Got it and did it. I looked up, and I and I scratched Bergen and Evans, and we went with the Brooklyn Circus. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, it just can't be Brooklyn Circus. It has to be the, the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Circus. circus yeah. And that's where it happened. Wow. Yeah, well, some of the uh, best ideas, some of the best inventions just kind of happen like yeah, that organically yeah. and naturally. And it's also bro. to trust the people that you surround yourself around Absolutely. because, you know, and having people that can tell you the truth because if not, yeah. you'd be like, yo, shit, gonna be, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, but I like it. But oh, it's up to you, man. I don't know. Yeah. It's up to you. Nah, yeah. he was like, yo, I like the Brooklyn Circus. Yeah. I like Brooklyn no, Circus. That's fire, bro. That's and fire. I went on and registered the Brooklyn Circus. Wow. Which then became BKC and... The rest is history. Dope, man. And we launched as the Brooklyn Circus, 2000, February 11th, 2006. Wow. Bomb. Wow. <laughs> and y'all been a staple in that community. Yeah. Staple in Brooklyn, but like mm -hmm. a staple in that Brooklyn community where you at sure. for almost 20 years. Yeah. No, actually 13. I mean, we've, we've been in business in that neighborhood for 16 years. Yeah. Same location, yeah. back and forth. Yeah. And then um, those two spots. But... Uh, um, yeah, as the Brooklyn Circus, 13 years. We launched the Brooklyn Circus in yeah. 2006. Yeah. 16 years at that one spot. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's great, man. Yes, sir. It's amazing. Because oh. I've watched a lot of businesses uh, like dissolve. Uh, yeah. Clothing businesses, restaurants. Oh, all just come and go like within all three, four years span. Oh, like yeah. to, you know, like to stand the testament uh, of time, like to, to kind of be there yeah. for, for that long is... Uh, it's amazing, it's, bro. It's, and, 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 and still being relevant and still being, yeah. you know, uh, genuinely interested in... Uh, in the business, in the in, in, in the industry, and people yeah. being genuinely interested in you know what we do. Let me ask you a question about that. Like to to be around for thirteen to sixteen years, right? Mm -hmm. To um like with all the fashion trends, right? With um with online shopping, with all these different brands that you have to compete with, with like the grandfather brands, right? With the, the Polo, the Tommies, the mm -hmm. the Nikes, and then oh. and then like the smaller boutique brands, and then now you have like more like the um the streetwear stuff that's really popping, like the Supremes, the Hood by Airs, and the Off Whites, and all mm -hmm. these different brands. Like how do how are you able to um maintain and still stay relevant and still be a major player sure. in the fashion business and to still keep your your brick and mortar up and going? I think it's a combination of, um, you know, it's, 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 of course, determination, you know, stubbornness, mm -hmm. stupidity, <laughs> a lot of reading, a lot of research, yeah. but a heavy dose of, you know, stupidity as well. Cause there were times where it's like, dude, you should have fucking sold. You should have got out. You should have got out when you but had I was, Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, nah, 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 nah. I, I needed to stay. I wanted to, you know, um, I wanted to prove to myself that you know, I had the stamina too. Now I've done, pro I've proven it to myself. But yeah. now it's like I needed to create something that we can pass on to the youth, to the next generation. You know what I mean? If you mm -hmm. pass, you know, if, even if it's a 1986 cabriolet that you pass on to your son, it's something. It's something. You know yeah. that he can learn the mechanics of the car. He can learn how to take care of the car, register the car, insurance. Taking a girl out in the car, mm -hmm. don't the old girl's hair weave in the car. You got the new. <laughs> girl. I mean, there's so many things that Clean you that can learn. Out. Clean it out. That you, you know, put a little speaker in it. So yeah. much that you can learn, and I learned that from my brother-in-law. Yeah. You know, and and and, and buying one of my first motorcycles, he was like, "Listen, you're looking at all the shiny motorcycles in on the showroom floor. I wanted a car. You know, I wanted a, a Ducati. Well, it wasn't even Ducati time. This dirt bikes." You know oh, okay. what I mean? You know, I'm looking KLRs. at the KLRs and KLR you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The KDX yeah. and all them, you know, bikes. And he was like, listen, get what you can afford now mm -hmm. and you can learn all the fundamentals of 
owning a motorcycle, caring for a motorcycle, storing mm-hmm. a motorcycle. You know what I mean? Registering a motorcycle with that. We yeah. went to a pawn shop and we bought that. And that's how I always looked at the business. It was like, you know what? At least at the base of it, you know, use it at a, as a learning tool. And ultimately I did that because I went on to consult for, you know, New Balance, PF Flyers, Liberty Fairs, and Japanese companies. We PF Flyers had a run, man. They were run. cool. We were working on that heavily. Yeah. So so for the most part, you know, I got so much learning. I've worked with Sennheiser, Audio, Toyota, I mean, name it, you know. Um, you did a lot of brand consulting. We did a lot of brand consulting, but a lot of it was because I learned the fundamentals, you know. Ideally, I wanted to work for, for Ralph Lauren. I wanted to work for Polo, but I didn't have the resume to work for Polo. Now I do, yeah. but if I had waited and ignored what was in front of me, I would have never have gotten the experience that I got. Um, but again, the fundamentals of like, you know what, you work with what's in front of you yeah. and learn the game. You know yeah. what I mean? Whether, you know, it's like, it's, that's what happens to, you know, that's what happens to kids in the Dominican Republic. They learn the game of baseball playing with broomsticks yeah. and rocks. Yeah. Using the resources that Using they the resources that they have. Yeah. And ultimately yeah. when they are, when they are of age or of means and mm-hmm. resources, they didn't go on and play. Um, for you know, teams, leagues, leagues, yeah. yeah, leagues that lead them to farm leagues that lead to the major leagues. So, so that's the lesson: like work with what you have, but do the best that you can with what you have. Yeah. When you were doing all these things, Weeze, did you uh, understand uh, the concept of legacy building? You know, um, uh, we we when we launched in two thousand and six, I I knew that I wanted it. You know, it's funny as I read this book by Marable Manning. And it was a hundred years of African American history, mm-hmm. you know. And for me, that that for me that was legacy, you know. And in that book, you know, it was everything from it's sort of. I mean, it's a precursor to the African American Museum. It was all of you know. It was not all, but quite a bit of you know. Um, and it started from slavery. It led up to the civil rights movement, and even touched on hip hop, you know. And I was like. Holy shit, all this shit is connected. Yeah. You know, and I was also a history major. I majored in history at Stony Brook. Okay. <clears throat> and then went on to FIT to major in advertising design. So I understood the importance of history and the importance of recorded history and making history and being a part of. So that for me it was, you know, was it the term legacy at the time, but it was mm-hmm. for sure like what are you contributing to history? And that's how I looked at the nightlife as well. Yeah. Like, you guys are here. What are you contributing to nightlife yeah. history? So you were very intentional, man, in everything that Definitely. you did. Very, very intentional, mm-hmm. very calculated, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what it mm-hmm. seems like. like that's you the Capricorn. Very <laughs> intentional, very calculated, yeah, and very strategic. And I grew up around all women. Women oh, okay. are always intentional. Yeah, very <laughs> intentional. Very strategic, too. Man. Always strategic. Don't Dudes get it and dummies, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like knuckle draggers. Okay. Now you'll work. Yo, I'm going to do this. Yeah. All right, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no plan. No. Yeah, that's why, like, you always got to have, for me, like, you always got to have women on your team. And Absolutely. Some, Absolutely. Some form of fashion. Like, they got to be part of the process, bro. I mean, because, like, they're super, like, Speaking of that, we're recruiting some women. We're looking for some women for, for the Brooklyn Circus. You know, what oh, I mean? yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put that. We put that plug out because yeah. we have a team of men and we need some women to kind of, you know. You always got to have some women in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got you. Got you. Because mm-hmm. they're very, very strategic. Great thinkers. Think outside the box. Absolutely. And they get things and done. Analytical. Very, very, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. Critical thinkers. Um, How's the Brooklyn Circus doing now? You know, like Brooklyn Circus is good. Brooklyn Circus is good. You know, it's in a good place. Uh, We're constantly pushing. The next five months are important for us. We have a lot of goals that we're trying to uh, uh, reach and accomplish. Um, The last, you know, last two quarters of the year, we're 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 definitely excited about what's to come with the Brooklyn Circus. We have a pop shop happening um, this Friday. Okay. Uh, the launch is uh, this Friday, August 9th from seven to nine p.m. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're highlighting some of the younger collaborators that we have on team. Um, I think that's awesome. Yeah, we're we're, we're we're we want to continue to fuel and nourish the millennials um, and give them the platform that we've built to ultimately get them to become better at what they do. Like we said, it's that when my brother-in-law and I bought the bike at the pawn shop. Yeah. You know. Um, Really teaching them the fundamentals to say, hey, if this is what you're working on, do your best at it. So this Friday, we're going to launch that. Um, it's called the X-Space. 
sort of our response to a lot of this mass, you know, mass incarceration, mass shootings, mm-hmm. this love and hate struggle, this class struggle that's happening in America. And, you know, apparel and clothing is our canvas. Mm-hmm. And we continue to design product that um, touches on the time mm-hmm. and touches. And I think fashion, uh, fashion and culture, but like fashion for the sake of this conversation, mm-hmm. at times can be the common denominator, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, as far as like something that can actually uh, connect us and kind of draw us together, and something that we all have in common, no matter yep, wh- yep, yep, yep. where you're from, like whatever mm-hmm, gender, race, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, you know, so I think what you're doing is is great, and that's something that probably we didn't have. Like I, I don't think Carl and I had like incubators, right? Right, or, right. Like, I don't know. Maybe you know, like um, did he? Did, I don't know. I, you For know, young designers, I, yeah, just kind of like figure it think, out. It was yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think, and I always say this, and I'm like, dude, and I speak to couple of those dudes, I speak to April, mm-hmm. Maurice Malone, and- Shout out to Bob, April, man. April, shout out April Walker, yeah. you know? <laughs> Godmother. Maurice Malone uh, is still, still crazy? Maurice, yeah. Maurice is a very talented designer. He's one of the most talented designers that came out of that section. Another fellow, another good buddy of mine, Ali Asha, Ali Asha, you know, okay. Ali. Ali is just a um, smart dude, man. Alphanumeric and a few other things. He worked with me on on, on the PF Flyers project for okay. yeah, six, seven years. Um, Dude, you know, dude's, dude started, you know, Fat Farm or worked with Russell Simmons on naming Fat Farm and launching Fat Farm. So mm. the early Fat Farm cut and sold beautiful, you know, suede, you know, Nubuck um, deerskin jackets. Yeah. Was was coming Slash, out of Slash Ali's. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, coming out of Ali's uh, camp, uh, the Prince Street store and how that looked. That was Ali. So and he's a very good friend of mine. Still okay. rocking. He moved out to San Diego and started design. Um, started working in the skate industry. And, okay. But the super super bright dude. So um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think you know what's funny is I, I spoke to Ali about this before, and I think what happened is, and he said to me, he was like, "Listen, man. Um, um, at the time, you know, they were young and they didn't think that the shit was gonna end. They just kind of felt like the money was just gonna come, keep, and keep coming, and yeah. they were on top of the world and they'd be forever." Yeah. You know, garment guys, apparel guys, designers continuing to rise, you know, yeah. but they had no plan. Yeah. Tell me what you think about this, uh, uh, Weege. You don't notice, like, when um, when New York City hip-hop died, so did the, the clothing lines. Like, they kind of went along with it. Well, I mean, again, I've said this before. ASAP, ASAP, Rocky, Jay, and Pharrell, and all those guys kind of killed, you know, the, 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 you know, New York, not New York City, but they, they killed hip-hop fashion. They killed hip-hop fashion. And when you think about hip-hop fashion, I'm talking about hip-hop fashion that belonged to hip-hop, mm-hmm. that was partly owned by hip-hop. Of course, you know, behind all those apparel, co- apparel companies were Chinese, Jewish, or yeah. Korean companies. Yeah. But, you know, we were still involved in, you know, the decision-making process. We were still part owners, whether it be 3% with FUBU or 10 to 12%. We were still involved in the business, and I would have for sure been, you know, um, involved in that. And because again, I think I, when I got into the power industry, God bless Juka, who's a buddy of mine, Juka Evans, who um, schooled me to a few things, and I was always able to call him and ask him some questions. But you know, um, I came in the industry and I had zero help, no mentors. Yeah. You know, it was just yeah. folks figure it just out, figure it out. I yeah. couldn't call and sit and go intern with. I mean, maybe I could have, but you know, it wasn't I, happening. It wasn't happening. I, yeah. you know, Cock and I and all those boys. Everybody was just out there doing them. Yeah, you know, what living I like rock stars, living yeah. like hip hop artists. Everybody yeah. wanted to be the hip hop artists. You're right. It was the era of, you know, no longer were the drug dealers or like um, Dapper Dan said. You know, his generation was the number runners. Our generations were drug dealers. Drug dealers. Yeah. And then. Um, at the early, you know, I, the guys that were a little bit older than us, it was yeah. the drug dealers, and then it became the rappers. Yeah. And the rappers were everything. And designers wanted to be rappers. Yeah. Designers <laughs> wanted to hang with rappers <laughs> and, you know, pop bottles like rappers. Yeah, yeah. Before we wrap, I want to touch on uh, some of your philanthropy stuff and some of the stuff that you're doing. Well, we could do this another. We could do a part right two now, if you want. You know what I'm saying? Because Haiti's a whole other episode, man. All the monster? whole other monster and what I've learned from Haiti and how I've grown with, you know, going back and forth to Haiti the last eight years. So we, we could do this again. I don't mind. Cool. I, I guess so let's close like this. So, uh, so we, uh, just, just tell me a little bit more about, uh, the event that you have and, um, 
what is it called? And is it going to be like a one-off event? Or are you going to continue Friday? to do this? Yeah. This Friday, the X Space uh, at the Brooklyn Circus, 150 Nevins. Um, we are launching a collection based on my exploration of space and Afrofuturism, which is a continued um, concept. Okay. And we're also working with um, two young brand, uh, Fuck Your Brand, and also um, a young man by the name of Leroy, Cold Summer. So just nurturing new and young talent and bringing them into the space and giving them the platform to work. So this Friday, 7 to 9 p.m., come out for the launch. Okay. What was the inspiration behind that? Space exploration, for sure. I think that our future, I'm a big Sun Ra fan. So okay. space is the place and Afrofuturism and you know, not looking at what's happening on Earth. Okay. We're really looking further up. What advice would you have for um, incoming creators, um, you know, uh, Young creatives that want to get into the the space of uh, maybe being a nightlife influence or or being a fashion designer or or, or owning their own brand like owning their own um, store like what advice would you have for them getting into this business? Read, go to school, and travel. Got you, done. Got you. Some great advice, man. <laughs> um, leave the uh, leave the listeners with your uh, with your social and like where could they uh, find at you at? The BK Circus on Instagram at the BK Circus T H E B K Circus on Instagram. We heavily um, are active on Instagram. Twitter is also the same thing, and then the website is the BKCircus dot com. And um, yeah, just Google the Brooklyn Circus, one and only. Guys, Ouija Theodore, Ouija Theodore, Ouija. Thank you so much, brother. Like this yeah, was bro. like a, a a long time in the yeah, uh, yeah, making, man. Yeah, yeah. And we're definitely going to do a part two. Universe. You know, uh, season two coming up. You know what I mean? Like, this was just for us, Bring something for the out. summer, something light for the summer. Why not? Something <laughs> for the summer sessions. Brother, I appreciate you. Um, and there you have it, the iconic, legendary Ouija Theodore and signing off the Intellectual Property Podcast. Envision it, create it, share it, and make sure you're getting paid for it. Peace. <laughs>